0: Hello and welcome back to The Latest Percent, where this week we'll be discussing the ins and outs of teleportation. We'll be chatting about the forms in which it currently exists, and our views on how it might exist in the future. We
1: hope you enjoy it. So, first up, quantum tunnelling. Um, so quantum tunneling, I'm not, um, I'm not a professor, but a quantum tunneling from my understanding is basically, uh, when you have a very small particle, like say an, uh, an electron in an atom, um, it, uh, is, it's not just in one space. It's sort of in a, it's, it could be, it could be anywhere, but there are places where it's more likely to be. And then when you, when you look at it, then it chooses a place that it's going to exist. And so what, What this means is sometimes uh, an electron can be somewhere and perhaps, for example, so there's a barrier next to it, pretend it's next to a wall, um, and it's it's on one side of the wall. Um, And so what what technically is the case is that it's it's probably on one side of the wall, but there's a tiny chance that it could be on the other side of the wall. And then when we look at this electron and we observe it, there's a chance that it will just appear on the other side of the wall. And so, I mean, that's basically teleportation. Um, so that's why I bring it up. So I mean, it's yeah, it's I, it's kind of crazy to think that stuff can just sort of move like that, but it can, apparently, according to quantum mechanics. Um, so that's sort of like a real-world example of how teleportation works. Will we ever be able to use this to teleport in, um, sort of on our scale, teleport people? I don't know. I ha- have my doubts, um, but it'd certainly be interesting. Um, Anyway, so uh, Mark, do you do you have any thoughts on like if teleportation were to be a thing, how how would sort of roll out the network across the globe? How how teleport how teleportation would work on a global scale?
0: So I think to have the greatest benefit, the initial hubs need to be distributed in quite distant sections of the globe, based on like where current infrastructure is to deliver and transport goods around the world. So if you were to look up maybe like major docks and ports, then being able to teleport smaller items that don't actually need to go on container ships and then use container ships then less frequently, which will obviously mean they're burning significantly less fuel to then take like the larger items like cars and things like that around the world. So then you could look to expand the network actually inside countries say from one side of the US to the other and then start to open up the network to smaller businesses and perhaps even consumers after a period of time to then be able to deliver their goods to other people because initially I'd look to partner with large organisations that have lots of smaller products that are delivered to lots of different places around the world because i think that's where the greatest environmental benefit can be had as such because actually if you're packing all of those things into a space you can't necessarily do that very efficiently which is why more recently smartphone companies have looked to make their boxes smaller so that then they can fit more in a crate so then if you partnered with them You could enforce a policy which meant that they had to provide the energy to use their teleportation hub um, in a green way. So say covering their warehouses with solar panels or building new infrastructure such as wind farms that aren't necessarily working with their compound or distribution base, but would then provide other homes with the equivalent amount of green energy to the energy that they're using. So then that would help them meet their climate targets as well. So it's kind of, it's beneficial in the actual transportation of goods, but then it's also delivering other benefits to the planet. As I kind of mentioned, I'd look to, once you've gone from those larger organisations, move on to small businesses and charities. So potentially an option could be available to then allow those businesses to continue paying slightly more even after they're then covering all of their energy using green energy that they're producing to then be able to subsidize the costs for charities and things like that and then we'd look at how we could offer the services at a lower cost to small businesses to allow them to start up more quickly by being able to take those larger orders because they know that they can actually cover the delivery costs up front.
1: So say teleportation is now a thing um, and you can just go down the road you can get teleported to wherever, wherever you want. How do you know that when you're teleported, the you... So, you get teleported, the you that arrives at your new location, how do you know that's the original you? And that the original you wasn't just destroyed and a new one created? Because if if the second scenario is the case, did did you sort of die, I guess? I I mean, I don't know how you would prove that the second scenario wouldn't be the case. And therefore, I don't know how people would respond to it. Because if you have to risk dying every time... You get teleported. I feel like people might not use the technology as much. I, mean, I wouldn't. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I think it would really cause a hindrance in sort of the uptake of the technology. Let us know in Spotify Q&A if, if you would. Um, yeah, I definitely wouldn't.
0: So in relation to the teleported version of me actually being me, I think we'd need to have a period with the technology in general society before we actually looked at teleporting humans because as I kind of said about in my bit earlier it was more focused on transporting goods but ethically I don't think I'd have too much of an issue with it actually being me if I was teleported because in essence it still would be me because they wouldn't be able to offer the services in a regulated manner if it couldn't be considered generally by organizations and governments to be in essence you even if technically the tissue isn't you so you'd still have the same thoughts and things like that and you'd still look the same and feel the same so yeah it's a, it's an ethical dilemma but I personally wouldn't have too much of an issue with it In other news, you listening to this podcast is helping keep houses warm and water hot in Odense, Denmark. Well, kind of. In Odense, Denmark, there is one of the three main data centers which provides services to the applications you use, be that Instagram, WhatsApp, or something else. Now, that produces a lot of heat, which is normally just dissipated as rapidly as possible into the environment. Here, though, the hot air is trapped and heat exchangers are then used to heat the cold water pumped from the city's main supply. This hot water, at around 70 degrees Celsius, can then be used to supply around 10,000 homes with hot water for heating and out of the tap. In Finland, state-owned energy supplier Fortum has partnered with Microsoft to use heat generated from new data centres built there to heat homes and businesses in Helinski. Thank you for listening to this episode all about teleportation. We hope you found it interesting. Next week we'll be discussing Fairphone, a company who has significantly improved since they released their first modular smartphone in 2015. They offer an option to choose a more environmentally friendly mid-range smartphone, with the option to upgrade specific components to ensure your phone continues to deliver on your needs. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at tech.percent or on your preferred podcast streaming platform to be the first to hear that. See you in the next percent.